Bonjour, boys and girls. We are back. It's lit. Three Amigos podcast. Friday night. What are you doing? Friday, get y'all ready for the weekend. A nice Friday, get y'all started for the weekend, yeah. Or just fuck on the weekend, just sit back, relax, listen to our podcast, and you have a little good time. No plans for the weekend for y'all? Fortnite, boys. Fortnite Fortnite all night, huh? Yeah, they got you hooked, huh? A little Fortnite. Uh, I got to work this weekend. Unfortunately, uh, fortunately, it's only part of the day. Other half of the day, since I live in Hawaii, brag alert, it's 75 degrees, brag (laughs) alert. I live on the beach, brag alert. I'm probably going to go bull on the beach, brag alert. Sun's out, sun's out. Might buy me a little plane ticket, come meet you. I'll be back by Monday. I'll only be able to be there for like three hours, but fuck it. And hey, let's you, go. Catch you a lunch. Get three good and, hours. <laughs> yeah. We'll get three good hours, man. A little volleyball That's tournament on the beach? That's fine with me. Whatever you want. So obviously. So bump set spike? Bump set spike. Obviously, we had NFL, um, AFC, NFC Championship games this past weekend. Um, the NFC Championship game was a, a boat race, Eagles. House the um, Vikings, and then we had that a genuine ass We had a thriller in the AFC. I uh, thought Bortles and the Jags would be able to do it, but as uh, we all, I guess, could see coming, the Pats come back. So, th- quick thoughts on on those on those two games. Uh, the Vikings Eagles was yeah as boring as it was just a genuine ass whooping. <laughs> I mean, I thought that's what, I thought the Vikings would come out and be a little bit better than that. Yeah, it was I mean, I understand. On I understand the Eagles had home field advantage, but fuck. Yeah, I, don't, I mean that that game. I barely, I barely watched that game. Like I, I, uh, I watched the the AFC Championship game pretty closely, <laughs> and started watching the NFC. And I mean, once it, I think I checked in because I knew it was going to be at least a boring game. Right, it could have been close, but it was still I thought gonna be very yeah, boring. Yeah, because both had good defenses. Close. So yeah, so and then once it got to like you know fourteen seven and, and got up from there, I just turned it off. Um, but uh, AFC, so you know, I mean, two out of three of us here in the in the podcast knew that uh, kind of knew which way it was gonna go. One person <laughs> thought that Bortles was uh, hi. How are you? He was close to being right. <laughs> he had but, 23 yeah. 20. Yeah, he started. Our yeah, he was, he was. No, he had 27 24. Yeah, if y'all, don't know, if y'all don't admit this live right now, I'll never respect y'all. What? Whenever whenever it was, what was it? It was 24 20. 24 20. And if Bortles would have did it, I would have predicted not only the final score, but probably his stats too. You did. So you cannot you sit here and tell me you, you weren't yeah. shit yourself. No, I said this in the in our group text, <laughs> Bruce. You pulled those. I wish we could broadcast the oh. Skype video feed of when you made that prediction, because you, because Brock said, "What's your prediction?" And you looked up to the left corner of your room, 
up to the corner of your brain that trying to think about what kind of bullshit numbers can I pull out right now? Uh, 305, two touchdowns, an interception. Uh, he's going to rush for 67 yards. 27, yard. 24. Get out of here, man. Dude, I wish I could see your face because you were so – Clearly, just pulling shit hey, out of your ass. You were close, hey. though, dog. Hey, I was sitting there yeah. saying, See, this motherfucker is going to be right. You were sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all would have heard a fucking earful. We would have hey. had a whole 30-minute, 45-segment of me just talking <laughs> shit. Hey, no, but but going back to what I was saying, I was watching the AFC, we watched the AFC Championship game. I was going in and out on it. I wasn't, like, glued to my TV. Um and you know, once once the Jaguars went up, I was like, "Oh shit, they up!" And then in our group, in our group chat amongst you know our close friends, uh, a couple of people started saying, "Man, the Jaguars are really gonna do this." And I, you know, armed with hindsight, uh, you could say I made this up or whatever, but I don't think it's out of the park. It's not like a bold prediction. I remember thinking to myself, "Man, it's still the, it's still you know, we still got a whole other half." Or at least it might have been in the third quarter. They said at least we got a hold of the quarter. Like, don't count Brady out at any as point. As long as number twelve is on the field, it's the most predictable comeback every time. Every time it's a close game in the fourth quarter, and he has a chance, it's the most predictable comeback. Like it's gonna. I know it's. I know it's gonna happen before it happens. Like it's the same thing that happened with the Super Bowl last year. Somehow, some way, I knew. You didn't call. Was, so you say? Are you saying you called no, the Super Bowl? No. You called the Super Bowl last no, 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 year. No, no, in the Steve, in the game, no, 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 you said they were coming back. I, no, Steve, I, I literally put it on everything. And when it was the fourth quarter, they were going into the fourth quarter. They were down like I think. I don't know. They were still down like seventeen or something. Oh. I didn't say that they were gonna come back, but I did say. As long as number fucking 12 is on the field, they got a goddamn shot. I'm not calling the game over. There's no way it's over. I didn't I I it was last year was a little bit like a different story because I didn't think the Falcons would choke that fucking bad cuz they got a really good offense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's he does this shit every fucking time, yeah. man. Yeah, he's clutch. He's clutch. I mean, you talk about some clutch Boston athletes. Uh, Big Poppy and uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, clutch, clutch, I don't say clutch, but clutch athletes. Period. Big Poppy, Tom Brady, both in Boston. Brock, yeah. can you finally admit that if he wins another, if he wins this Super Bowl, he is the greatest Listen, NFL man. player that ever lived? Listen, I'm a realist, okay. So if he, I, I think even if he doesn't win this one. I can sit back and and honestly say he's the best quarterback or most accomplished quarterback to ever do it. But in my eyes, still, till I go down six feet under, Peyton Manning will have been the best quarterback that I've ever seen play. So, I mean, it's two different. I can go down and say, like, he'll – I can say, yeah, Brady will go down as the best ever. Clearly, he's like the the winningest QB ever. He's got the most rings, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't take from the fact that I think, like, just accomplishments and skill-wise as a whole a package, I would still take Peyton Manning. But it's whatever. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty – so Brock's a little biased. Right. Even yeah, though yeah. he's a realist. You know, he's been a, he's been a Manning fan. I'm pretty unbiased. Uh, I'm generally even keel in all aspects, sports um, – and I, I don't have – I'm not a big, like, one fan of one person, right, across any any sport. 
Yeah, uh, me either. I, I'll say, you know, Tom Brady, like, it's it's two almost kind of different animals. Right. Um, Tom Brady, like you said, Rudy, he has that, like, that, that clutch factor, man. Like, you know, he's going to, he's going to come out and there's always a chance, right? He's under, I mean, between him and Peyton, they're undoubtedly one and two yeah, all yeah, time, yeah. whichever way yeah. you put it. Right. And the difference is, you know, microscopic. Um, you know, I think a little bit has to be said for the fact that Brady's done it all with, with Belichick. Yeah. And uh, even though they're, I don't want to say he's a system quarterback, but there's definitely a system about that that whole it, program. Right. That organization has a system about it, the Belichick system, the stability, right? Stability, yeah. And the thing, and like yeah. you, you know, um, I think, I think Brady, more than anything, he's great because of his consistency. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not that he has a, a a rocket arm or like great legs or he's, um, you know super duper great pre-snap um but he's just consistent even keel gets it done reliable whereas peyton um peyton undoubtedly is the best quarterback mind that has ever played without a doubt he's essentially an offensive coordinator on the field he i mean he called the game you right, know yeah every time he walked up to the line of scrimmage he called the play. He was calling the play he wanted. You know, and the defenses were were helpless against him. As far as like a football, a quarterback mind, um, and up until the very end of his career when he could barely throw a ball twelve <laughs> yards, uh, you know, he'd throw a wounded duck twelve, fifteen yards. But yeah. even still, he got it done. I mean, at the end of his career in Denver, he had, no, you can go. Yeah, there, he blew up the <laughs> scoreboard. But I mean, you know, I I think, man, that's tough. You can go back and forth. That's what I'm saying. You can go back and forth all day, and like, and you like you weigh in both of them. But when it like comes down to it, Blake Bortles is the best quarterback that ever fucking lived. So, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what. Here, here's here, gun to my head. You said pick pick the best quarterback of all time. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. That's all I'll go with. All right, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, like we said, you can you can poke holes in in each argument. Like we said, one they won two. It, I think one, two, three, jiggle. I think what it comes, what really the biggest factor for me is like we said, the stability that Brady has had in that organization. I mean, he misses a season; they go eleven and five. Whereas Peyton was legit carrying the Colts every every single year. It's the Jordan. It's the same. It's the Jordan Lebron factor. It's the same thing. It's when Jordan Jordan drops out. The Bulls still win 50 game plus games. LeBron leaves. They fucking the team he leaves is going into the draft lottery draft. Yep. Yeah. It's the same shit. Speaking of I Steve, agree. they 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 all the goats, right? They all the goats. Man, dude. Let me push that button. Anybody <laughs> anybody who knows me knows I get irritated pretty easily. I generally get pretty ups- uh, I get hot. I get, get hot. Easily flustered. That's typical. I get hot. No, 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 no. It's not flustered. It's just... No, it's flustered, but whatever. Ah, man. (laughs) I tell you what, one thing that bothers me, man, and now over the past, like, year or two, people use the term GOAT so much. That's what happens when you get a sports crowd. You get a whole bunch of dumb sports fans. Not saying that every sports fan is dumb, but think about the guys you play on with your football team in high school. About three-quarters of them 
Think about their intelligence level, their GPA, right? That's the vast majority of American everybody sports Everybody ducks, right? shots fired. Everybody. So one, so one, so one dumb hick figured out that greatest of all time. If you make an acronym for it, it spells goat, and that blew his mind. So that caught on, and everybody starts saying, "Oh, he's the goat. He's the goat. He's the goat." Let me tell you something. Greatest of all time. So that means you should only have about five goats in, the in your barn. <laughs> in your entire barn, you should have five goats. <laughs> you should know their names at all times, right? You and have most that. Some of them set. are consensus goats, like. <laughs> and everybody, and all of a sudden, people come up. You know, at any time, some some big player like in the NBA, LeBron's a goat, Kobe's a goat, Jordan's a goat. Kareem, you know, I mean, yeah, Kareem, Kareem, Wilt Chamberlain's a goat. Dr. J is a goat. Oh, Magic Johnson's a goat too. Don't forget him. Uh, like, was a goat. You can like, dude, all these goats, man. You can't have. You can only have one goat in each sport, right? Uh, we need to fucking move on, but Steve, Steve's gonna have an like, aneurysm. And now, all of a sudden, so, ES, so now, so ESPN, yeah, yeah. Now, Metal World Peace. If you want to break it down, goat. NBA player slash fan. He's not Man of World Peace anymore. What is he? He's like Panda now. What? What? Yeah, he, he's not Man of World Peace anymore. Oh, I didn't look know. that up. Look that up. Oh, I'm looking. I'm checking. I'll, I'll feel. <laughs> so lately, so I saw. He must I have changed Brock his name Hoder. with Jim Kong. So, so now yeah. ESPN's because because it's it's kind of it's. Almost the dead se- the dead season, right? Football is coming to an end. Baseball hasn't started yet, right? You got NBA going on, but it's an all star break. So now ESPN's reaching for stuff as they always do, and saying they're comparing. Who? who how outrageous is who is the better goat, <laughs> Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? Oh, who who's completely- better goat? How? What? Like. <laughs> You know, like, no, you, know who's a, you know who's a better goat? I'll throw in a wild card. Ronald Burdick, art teacher, Brobridge <laughs> High School. Star. Best goat. Yeah, like, you can't compare. How can you compare? Who's a better goat? Yeah, I best agree. Art te- best art teacher I ever had. I agree. I agree. There's, there's too many goats in the pasture. We got to start taking them out. Uh, one to two goats each sport. Like it, it, everybody, no, 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 no,
What's the what? Metal World Peace Update, Bruce? Oh, Metal World Peace Update, yeah. It's when he was going to play in China. He was changing his name to, and I quote, the panda's friend. <laughs> Dude's awesome. No bullshit. Google it. This ain't fake news. That's he's Jim. got he's got he's got CTE. There's yeah, no Jim doubt. Kong he he took head. too many too many blows to the head in the post. He's got can CTE. we at, can we at least all collectively agree that the goat sports fight Metal World Peace? Whenever he fucking went in the stands and started, oh yeah, oh yeah, banging that's oh, yeah. at Alpine Hills in, in Detroit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You can so, agree that's it's so cold in the D, man. <laughs> so they don't play. So let's 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 talk. Root. So let's so like in our situation, the Saint with Saints fans. All right. So they lose to the Vikings in the playoffs. As a Saints fan, and it could be any fan out there, the team that knocks you out of the postseason. Do you root for them to win it all? Do you want them to get their ass beat next round? How, how, what's your, what's your, in your eyes? What do you, what do you do? Uh, me personally, I don't. I mean, anytime like a team, if, if I have a favorite team and they get knocked out, I'd give two shits who wins after it. I mean, it's just like not having a dog in the fight. I mean, I probably prefer um, the team that beat you to to win, just because I don't, I don't know, man. That's a weird question. Yeah, it's like it's kind of almost like once your team is out, you defeated. It. It's like I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah, for me, it's for, for me, it's uh, <laughs> it's you know, I initially you think you lose to a team, you think well, I guess I, I want to go on to to win it all, so you can say well, at least we lost to the championship team, but you don't think about like. Even a year from now, nobody's gonna remember. Oh yeah, like the Saints lost to the Vikings. Well, they'll remember. They'll remember that game. They'll remember that. That's a bad example, but for the most part, you know, um, like for example, a person. So, so for so for me, you know, Notre Dame, uh, my alma mater, played Georgia uh, early on the football. Lost lost to Georgia. You know, I wasn't looking at that national championship game as. Oh, I want Georgia to win so that we look good because nobody's gonna nobody's gonna think like oh Notre Dame 2017 oh yeah they, they, they lost to that Georgia team that was that went national championship like, yeah, I, like think that, I think you know so I think initially you want to think like oh we want them to go all the way um, but each each game after you know uh, I look at it objectively right so the Saints lose to whoever or Notre Dame lose to whoever or whoever I'm pulling for right loses. After that, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter uh, in the long run. For the most part, I'll look at it like heads up, like which team do I like better? Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, hey, maybe, you know, for for example, this past week I pulled for the Vikings because the Vikings played a hell of a game against the Saints, you know, and they, you know, they've got a good story going for them. You want them to win the Super Bowl. Um, uh, Most of the time, if I had to pick, I'd say, yeah, I'd probably pull for the team that beat us unless very few uh, very few examples, but unless the Saints lost to like the Falcons. Right. Or right. very few teams out there that I, you know, can't stand. That's if the Saints a- lost to the Falcons, like I don't give a shit. I hope the Falcons lose. Right. That's where I was gonna go with mine, is like really like I said, I'm I'm objectively look at it the next round but the only way i would root against like against a team that knocked me out is if it was a rival so like let's say so like i'm a huge ul baseball fan 
we in the you know regional uh, super regional tournament and we lose to uh, TCU in super regionals and they make it to the World Series. I'm not gonna say, damn, I hope you know TCU loses out because I, I really don't care. I'm, that's not my rival. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. If it's a yeah. rival, yeah. I hope you get your ass beat next round. Other than that, I mean, yeah, it completely agree. It doesn't hurt to. I mean, and like mm-hmm. if there's. Yeah, I guess it's from there on. It's like if I'm not invested in a team, I guess it really it's not a factor to me. Nah, I don't give a shit. It's like fantasy football. If Sudi Reed gets knocked out, I don't give two fucks which one of you assholes win. I hope your whole team gets crabs. Well, I'm basically your rival in that league because I stay crushing yeah. your dreams. So, all right. Uh, but yeah, then we have speaking of uh, Drew Brees and the Saints, we have uh, not tension, but Drew Brees obviously a uh, free agent right now. Um, he says he wants to be back. Uh, team wants him back. What? Uh, Better fucking take a pay cut. I'm the, same, that, I'm the same way. I'm like, motherfucker, you want to be back? We've been paying you 25 mil a year. How about you take a cut so we can actually pay somebody? I will say, you know, I don't disagree. But looking at it from uh, a kind of Drew standpoint or a kind of a contract standpoint, he's going to look at this past season. Even though he didn't. You know, the offense was based around the run a lot more this season. I think what he was, he had like his most accurate season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's going to look at it and say, hey, you know, uh, I've had my most accurate season. I'm producing. We were one. Yeah, but he also deep, threw we, were one fucking... we were one defensive play away right. from making the NFC Championship. You game. can argue they, they won the two, two or three best teams in the league. You know what? It, it's going to be tough to see. I have a hard time seeing Drew Brees. He says he doesn't want to test free water or free agency waters, and he wants to be with the Saints. But I have a hard time seeing Drew Brees take a pay cut because even though he is 39 years old, this past season has proved he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We touched on it last last show. There's a quarterback shortage in the league of elite quarterbacks. He's part of the elite quarterbacks, right? Now he's old. The, the thing is, he he was elite this year. He's been elite the past few years. He's gonna he's gonna be forty years old next year. You don't know how long that's gonna last, and I don't know if it's worth paying him that much money. Um, I'll say his his performance this year, even though he had a great year, he's a Pro Bowler. It, you know, if the Saints want to make it farther, they need to cut his pay so they can increase the the uh, you know other areas of that right, team. Right. Uh, but I have a tough time seeing Drew Brees. Yeah, is he gonna be a team player? Okay, I'll I'll give up some of my right. you know, some of my money. Right. I mean, it's all the all the power. He has all the power right now because I mean, you think, what, the fuck, what are the Saints? I mean, if he's like, all right, you don't want to pay me, I'm out. The Saints are. I mean, the Saints are fucked. Yeah, clearly he has all the power. It's just how selfish is like. I mean, it's tough to say how selfish because he earned the money. You know what I'm saying? He deserves yeah. to be paid as one of the top. He is that TV. franchise for the last ten years. Agreed. Yeah. So he deserves to get paid top five. But will he be that team guy like like they always say Brady is? Where it's like yeah, okay. but Brady's got some side shit going. That that, yeah, that shit ain't like calculated. Bob Kraft's paying that motherfucker on the side. You, <laughs> craft singles you goddamn right uh, fridge, uh, a sub-zero fridge i'll tell you what i think i think this past season for the saints is the worst thing that could have happened for that organization and i'll tell you why they had a great year record-wise. lord they had a great year listen they had a great year record-wise right 
think before this year, when was the last time they made the playoffs? Like, Sean Payton, uh, 14 or undoubtedly. 20, no, 2011. Maybe. 49ers, huh? Sean Payton, undoubtedly, he's brought a, a, a ring to the city. Great. But still, Sean Payton was on the hot seat. Oh, yeah. They, there Drew, was talks, yeah. Drew Brees. Uh, Sean Payton and Mickey Lewis. Hot seat. Well, I still think Drew, Lewis got to go. Yeah, he's, we've had our own discussion about that. But for draft, sake. <laughs> Sean, Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, hot seat. Drew Brees, 39 years old, right, on the decline. Um, you got to th- – and the Saints have not prepared the team post-Drew Brees in the slightest. Yeah. Who Are you telling me Chase Daniel is going to be the so quarterback in the future? So, to, to Traven. No what? Traven, who's been on the practice squad all year. Oh. Uh, we talked to him for um, our alumni softball tournament. He said, dude, the day Drew Brees walks out of this team, they are screwed. Drew Brees and runs every offensive meeting. that's exactly meeting. what I'm saying. He runs every offensive meeting. He runs practice. He, he, like, he does everything. Traven said the day Brees walks away, the Saints are screwed because they have no backup plan, no nothing. Exactly. So this is what I'm saying. You got Sean Payton, who has underperformed over the past few years. Even this year, he's had questionable calls late in games that have cost games or almost cost games. The Atlanta, the first Atlanta game, he ran onto the field. The penalty cost the team the game. The Carolina Panthers game at the end of the season, uh, he uh, he made terrible calls in that game, and luck. Luck and good defense, which is not his forte, won the Saints the game. He almost cost them the game. And he, he, I mean, I'm telling you, Sean Payton, he's on thin ice, and the team, the talent around him, underneath him, has redeemed him. The Saints have not built up under Drew Brees and for the future. And, you know, luckily they've got Alvin Kamara, who proved to be the bright, shining star, the surprise of the draft, who literally that one guy, him, a couple others, uh, uh, saved the team. But they did well this season. So Sean Payton's going to get an extension. Drew Brees is going to get an extension. Both of them are old. Fuck it. Let's ride that wave. That's what I'm saying, though. (laughs) You're going to ride the wave into mediocrity, and you're not going to use that cap space and the opportunity to go get another coach to build the team. And then what's going to happen? You're going to, you know, I'm predicting the next couple years. You know, Drew Brees obviously going to retire. Sean Payton gets fired, and the Saints plummet deep, 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 dark. I mean, they're going to be like Tampa Bay, you know, or the Saints of the past four years. This is going to continue on. That's fine. Give us back the number one pick. The Saints have been seven and nine the last four years before this year. So I think what you do, I mean, the only situation they can go is sign breeze let's say two years and you make a run at the bowl in two years but once breeze is done like loomis has proved that he can't over the time he's not shown you anything that he can stack a team with talent he got i mean he 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 killed this past draft but you i can't trust that guy prove it do it do it multiple years so yeah the the saints gotta make a run in these next two years they need breeze to do it if breeze ain't there the saints ain't there Case closed. Point blank and simple. All right. I talked too much. I talked to you. We went way over. What's up next? <laughs> Can we sidetrack it just two yeah. minutes yeah. Um, for the Uncle Shannon? Uncle Shannon Sharp was talking shit today on Twitter on uh, Undisputed 
talking about Labrizzi Le- might go to New Orleans with with AD and uh and Boogie Cousins. Hey, I know it ain't true, but can we entertain it for like hey, two minutes? Last episode, what we said NBA in win May or no June June, June, June I think June. we said yeah June June. Kirkchen, what do you think 
Well, he said, who's the... You've been covering baseball, you know, what, 50 years or whatever. Who's the best player you've ever seen play the game of baseball? And he said, he thought a little bit, and he's like, Barry Bonds. And so... The Le- most... Levitard said... Most people would say that. Levitard said, so, okay, with that in mind, what do you think Barry Bonds... Like, what do you, what do you think he's happier with? An induction into the Hall of Fame, or just everyone on this planet knowing... He was the best baseball player of all time. And and Kirchin said, I think he would be more satisfied knowing he's the best hitter to ever play the game of baseball rather than going actually going into the Hall of Fame. So he was saying like, yeah. you know, so Bonds already knows he's the best that ever did it. And there's no proof that he was on juice. He deserves to be in the Hall. But that was kind of the thing was like, does he really need the Hall to validate what he did in his career? And and he obviously he doesn't because he was that great. But yeah, going the old people that vote going back to them is there was a few of them that legit came out and said like as long as I'm voting for the Hall of Fame I will not vote for any player that played in the steroid era like no matter what like so why do you, so if someone comes out and says that how are you still letting them vote like players like Chipper or Jim Tomey who like like there was no steroid use or anything but they played in that era so like I won't vote for them like it's yeah it's the same ass it's like it's like shit like that pisses me off because it's the the, the couple guys or one guy who like didn't vote for King Griffey Jr. Right. to get into the Hall of Fame, right. like because yeah, it's like what point are you trying to prove, man? Yeah. It's like they're like, why why are sports writers deciding who's in the Baseball Hall of Fame? I don't know. Why like why why is it not? Coaches and players and you know what I mean? Oh no! What? Like some a sports writer, a guy who observes baseball and puts it into words. And he's the reason he's a good sports writer is partially because yeah, maybe he has a good eye for baseball, but mostly because he's a good writer. Like what? What does it have to do with? Yeah, because if you want to do. If you want to do, you know, who's most appropriate to put people in the Hall of Fame and identify talent, it should be scouts. Yeah. Scouts and head coaches should decide who goes in the Hall of Fame. Not some fat fuck sitting on his couch, you know, yeah. in Cincinnati, you know. Uh, also, people who are in the Hall of Fame, too, should have a vote. <laughs> but then, oh, man. Yeah, it's just, it, it, the system is flawed because, like we said, you have the old heads that – you have the guys that love to say back in my day that those are the best times. And, those, like, that's not that's – that's like we were talking about Peyton and Tom Brady. That's biased opinions. You can't have biased people, like, voting on stuff like like, like this. It's just – like we said, Bonds, Bonds knows he's the GOAT. That's a true GOAT. Can we agree on that? Yeah, 100%. Going back to yeah. Steve's form. Is Bonds one of them? <laughs> he gotta be. He gotta be. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's the goat in the baseball pasture. Okay. One of the goats on the farm, the goat in the baseball pasture. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Oh, uh, Tiger Woods today made the cut. First tournament back. First, well, first official PGA tournament back. Uh, makes the cut. Uh, beats out half of the pool. Is he back? Shut the fuck up. Is he back, though? No, bitch. I'm not. uh, Just like basketball, I'm not talking about Tiger until all four majors are done with. All right? And I need at least three out of four wins majors until I'm like, yeah, Tiger's back. (laughs) 
three. You gotta uh, win three to four. That's probably three, bitch. No, 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 excessive. I have been here before. I've gotten done worse by Tiger Woods than he that he did to his own wife. What he did to his wife is nothing compared to what he's done to me as a golfing fan. <laughs> Fuck Tiger Woods. <laughs> He hurt you more. <laughs> he hurt me more. He's lucky I ain't got no golf club chasing him down the street. I'd fuck him up. He hurt you more than his wife. He does this shit every time, man. It's all Tiger's back. Tiger's back. He has two good rounds. He shoots a sixty-seven. Tiger's back, and then Sunday comes, and he shits the fucking bed. He, he starts texting strippers again. Is it Bruce? What? <laughs> what? So Steve's not on the Tiger bandwagon either. I, I You're just pumping Bruce the brakes. As a as a uh, Bruce is Bruce is disappointed as a, as, a, as, a fellow, as, a, as a fellow right? as a fellow man of of uh, of mixed races. As a fellow Brown, exactly. <laughs> Bruce is a little you know he's a little it hits a little close to home. I, I'll say this: I, I don't <laughs> think he's back. I'll somewhat agree with Bruce and say that he needs to do more. even if he wins this weekend, like. I don't think he's back. He if he wins a major, he's back. Some players, you know, they win one major in their entire careers, and they're some of the they're some of the goats. They're some of the goats. <laughs> to quote, you know, what we were saying earlier. There's a lot but of goats walking on the course. A lot today. of goats. He, there's some of the yeah. There's some of the goats out there, but I don't think he needs to win. You know, multiple majors to say he's back. <laughs> Will he ever get back to what he was? You know, mid two thousands. No way. No way. But if he wins one major, he's back as one of the top players in the world. Right. So, Tiger. It once does that, you know, then so, we can talk. Do I see it happening? Not really. I, I think his. I think uh, his days of winning are over. I think Tiger's done. Yeah. So we're gonna be say- playing at a fucking high level right now because they got some dude between like Dustin Johnson and Fowler and like all those young guys. Like all these dudes are fucking like under 25 years old just playing uh, like ridiculous golf right now. So if you're not if you're not coming with like averaging like around 67, 68s, like you have no shot of, of like being like officially back because that's what he used to do. But I don't. Yeah, like Steve said, I don't think he's anywhere close to doing that shit again. So yeah, you you gotta define back. Tiger will never be yeah. back to Tiger. So can no. he be back as far as like winning two tournaments a year, three tournaments a year? Which basically that's all the fans want is is Tiger holding up a couple trophies, you know, in a season. Maybe get one more major for his career, two more majors in his career. Yeah. Like you got you know, a better shot of him holding up painkillers. So it's time. Yeah. So, so in my eyes, he he's. I just need him to complete three tournaments, and I can say he's back. <laughs> as far as like he's back on the golf course, like he's actually healthy yeah. enough to finish four tournaments in a row and not like quit mid mid tournament. But back to being yeah. back, Tiger. Hell no, nah, that ain't never happening. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Garnett there? Hell no. <laughs> so uh before uh let's let's we'll we'll segue over to the trifecta snake draft. We have this right. week we have our topic for the draft is the three major sports baseball, basketball, football, the three worst or three cities you'd want to play for the least. 
or organizations, not cities. Organizations, yeah. So let's say hypothetically, right? Uh, you were just a freak athlete in college, and you played football, baseball, and NCAA football, baseball, and right. basketball, and you were able to go pro in the draft in all of three. all three. And what are your top three? So what are you? Well, your worst three, the three teams or organizations you most not want to go to. So we'll go ahead and start. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go last. I want to go last on this. So I'll be I'll be. Right, I'll go I think, first. I think yeah. Steve went first last time. So well, Bruce, you can go first. I'll go first. What what sport do we want to start in? What, it no, doesn't matter. You pick. Combine okay. all of them. You're, you're starting all three. Great, great. Okay, so if I'm the NBA, let's go NBA. Um, if there's one team that I wouldn't want to play for, uh, it would probably be the Charlotte Hornets. I don't know what it is about <laughs> the team. It's not because like Steve's going to suck off Charlotte because he lived in the Carolinas for a little bit, so he's going to suck them off. But it's just something about that organi- organization that just stinks. Okay. I don't know. I just That's feel like I would have an absolute horrible time playing for that team. Um, they're somewhat – I mean, they have a couple good players. I don't know. Just Charlotte Hornets is a fucking no-go for me. So you in the – yeah. So you in the draft this year, and the number one team on your list of organizations not to go to is Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets. Okay. So fuck yourself. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I will go with the number two pick, the number one – Organization I would not want to play for is the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, Bills Mafia. Oh, get the that Bills was be... out of here with that sub-zero temperature ass playing yeah. in the Patriots division. Uh-uh, get out of here. So there's a reason I, I wanted to go last because I knew this was going to go. I, I have a, a theme set up which you'll see. Uh, spoiler alert! But <laughs> I knew I knew that was going to be a top pick for Brock. I think going back. Years, we, this has always kind of been a topic. Like you've always thought, like, oh, what if you go in the draft, man? Like, where would you want to go? Where would you not want to go? Buffalo, man. And I tell you, I've been to upstate New York. I've never been to Buffalo, but <laughs> I've been to upstate New York, and there, there can't be anything in Buffalo, man. Oh, like man. just snow and just crazy, mentally challenged people breaking <laughs> through plastic tables uh, for their garbage team. Uh, playing through three feet of snow in eight degrees, man. What are you doing? Yeah, no, that, I'm uh, I'm a fan of warm weather. Buffalo ain't the place for me. So that's number one on my big board. That's a great pick. No. Great pick, Brock. Great pick. Like it, like it. Steve, you up. Uh, number one on my big board, the Detroit Lions. Oh. Detroit Lions. Uh, first of all, Detroit. Detroit. About eight people live in Detroit now. <laughs> it's a ghost town. Uh, Detroit is on the decline. Basically, all the money left Detroit. Detroit is bankrupt. Uh, it's a terrible place to live. It's similar to Buffalo in that it's basically Canada. It's covered in six feet of snow for six you months. I hope this year. podcast doesn't get out to Detroit. Don't fuck you up. <laughs> Detroit, the Detroit Lions have not had a 100-yard rusher <laughs> since, like, 2011. <laughs> They're an NFL team. They haven't had a 100-yard rusher. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, 
both retired young because they were both destroyed. <laughs> to get out of there. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. No chance. It's not worth it. I Detroit think that's Lions. the only examples you need is those, the two of the greatest football players ever left early because they wanted out of there. The only redeeming factor is that they play in a dome. Yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure the dome is sponsored by Ford, right? It is, yeah, Ford Field. So it's a big piece of shit, you know, <laughs> cheaply made. It's, it, who, it's gonna collapse sometime soon. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing redeeming about going to Detroit. If but Buffalo would be my number one, but yeah, nothing redeeming about going to Detroit. There you go. The You're back up on the clock. Second organization, Steve O. Oh, I'm back up. You back up? Oh on yeah, the clock. The snake. Crab. I forgot about that. All right. <laughs> Pick number two, the Tigers of Detroit. <laughs> God, Eminem's going to fuck you up. You For all team. the reasons I stated in number one, can you imagine? <laughs> you you know, if I was a top baseball player, I'd probably play for like LSU, Cal State, <laughs> Fulton, Florida State, Miami, someplace nice and warm, Texas. Some of these, these great programs, you know, obviously warm, warm climates. And then they send your ass to Detroit, <laughs> where it snows sometimes for baseball games. Get out of here, man. Detroit Tigers, number two, worst place to play professional sports. Got him. Got him. Detroit Tigers. I see a theme for Steve. Oh, uh, man. So I was going back and forth with a few teams here. But uh, I will stick in baseball with my number two pick, the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, that's bold. Damn, that's what I was going with. Milwaukee Brewers. What is there to do in Milwaukee? More than Detroit, I'll tell you that. <laughs> More than Detroit. They've got beer. They've got cheese. Milwaukee. I hear Milwaukee's a great town. out of here, man. I hear Milwaukee's a great town, especially for millennials. Prove I think it. You sleep on Milwaukee. I think you sleep on Milwaukee. I didn't see any evidence of that. Milwaukee Brewers on my list. Bruce. All right. Uh, going with NFL teams, uh, I'm going to go ahead and state the obvious. The Cleveland Browns, they absolutely stink. <laughs> they haven't been relevant in 189 years. Um, they personally, just like along the same lines of Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders made Johnny Manziel get addicted to painkillers <laughs> just so he can get out of Cleveland. Um, yeah, if, if, if I'm, if I'm a number one prospect in NCAA football and I know for a fact that I'm going to get drafted number one and Cleveland has the first pick, I'm purposely tearing my ACL so that I can go on rehab for two, three years to try to, Get out of that city. Fuck me three years. Yeah. What kind of doctor are you going to, man? ACLs is cured in nine months. No, I'm terrible because I know Cleveland's going to be irrelevant for two or three years. They're going to have the first pick for two, three years. So I'm going to completely, <laughs> repeatedly tear my shit so I don't end up in Cleveland. <laughs> so you're just going to. Oh, Cleveland there, on one leg and twist. Let me fall there down the stairs real quick. He can make somebody dive right at his knee. Um, hey, mama! Hey, hey, say what you want. That's commitment. That's, <laughs> that's a that's one that's a that's a winner's attitude. Cleveland Browns will not think, be stopped. I think most people I'd be their number one pick, Cleveland Browns. So uh, it made it all the yeah. way to the sixth pick on our list. 
Um, Bruce, you back up on the clock? All right, back up again. Uh, last um, sport we have is baseball. You went with the Milwaukee Brewers. That was going to be mine. So if I got to pick another city to not play in, I'm going to go – or just organization. I'm going to go with the – fuck, man. I'm going to go ahead and Mike go – No, not – I'm going to go with Kansas City Royals. I don't know. There's just something about Kansas City. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's just something about the Midwest period that I just wouldn't want to live in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas City sounds like a, a real uh, – is the grilled cheese of uh, of the United States. Very very white bread. Yeah. It was either between that and fucking, like, Minnesota. But now, nah, fuck Kansas City. I wouldn't want to go to Kansas City. All right, bold. Bold words for Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. All right. So my last pick here. Uh there's a there's a few that I'm I'm kind of juggling between right here. Um <coughs> Let's see. Man. I will Cincinnati Bengals is my three my three pick. Cincinnati. Like I said earlier, I'm not a fan of the cold. Go back to Cincinnati! The Bengals are on the, the Bengals make the list. Cincinnati Bengals. Get out of here. You're not trying to play with Red Baron? Andy Dalton can get out of here with him. <laughs> Steve. Go play for Marvin, boy. Last pick of the draft goes to the Detroit. <laughs> Pistons. Oh my God! I'm broadcasting this to Detroit. I, tell you I what, promise. Detroit, Detroit better not catch your address. Oh yeah. <laughs> tell you what. Already, you know, the Hawaii nonstop. If I ever end up in Detroit at any point in my life, I know I've gone wrong. It's time for me to sit down, reevaluate. Maybe have it, y'all. Please, somebody, keep this. Save it to your desktop. Keep this as as proof. If I end up in Detroit, have an intervention for me, please. <laughs> Somebody organize it. Uh, Don't let me go there. So there it is. Snake Trifecta Snake Draft. Organizations you'd least like to play for. Um, and now, last segment, uh, we will go to Welcome to Shookville. As we said last week, this will be a staple in our episodes. Uh, Welcome to Shookville. We each nominate a person, a place. A thing. What was shook since our last episode? Uh, who wants to Who wants to go first? Welcome to Shookville. Cool. I'll go first. Uh, my uh, my mayor, if you will, Shookville this this week uh, for good reason is Larry Nasser. Oof. Uh, man. Ooh. Yeah. Team doctor of uh, Team USA and Michigan State University. Uh, what a what a terrible dude! Yeah, terrible human being. Uh, essentially molested underage girls, like and you know, not like on the cuff, seventeen year old girls, like nine to thirteen year old girls, uh, gymnasts who already go through enough pain and torture uh, in their preparation for their sport, um, and sexually harassed and molested them. Uh, 
and passed it off as medical procedures. Sentenced to 40 to 175 years in jail on top of an already 60-year sentence for like child pornography and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rightfully deserving of uh, uh, shookest of the week. About to serve 175 years. This is going to be a breeze. <laughs> yeah, we can. That's that's the worst kind of human being. I think uh, he got he got some shit coming his way. Um, so good nomination for uh, Shookville, Bruce. Who you who you inducting in the Shookville? Uh, this week taking a one way train to Shookville uh, is going to be Roger Goodell and the whole NFL. Because the XFL is back. <laughs> Vince McMahon is in charge again. And we're going to make football great again. And Johnny Manziel is going to make a comeback. Football's about to be fun as fuck. I wasn't, I don't, what, how old were we when, whenever the 01. XFL first came out? 01, I believe. 01? Yep. Yeah. And it just, I don't like know. 11, 12 years it old. Just, it's it's kind of just no holds bar. No rules type fucking gritty football that I think I'm going to enjoy because the NFL is turning soft with all this petty bullshit. So Vince McMahon back, Roger Goodell shaking in his boots. I wouldn't mind if we actually turned so up fantasy league. We just went from NFL to XFL. I saw somebody tweeted fantasy football coming to the XFL. That shit would be hilarious. What was what was that? What was that one famous uh, like he name? Me? Like he hate me. They said he's like Mr. XFL because his nickname was so great. Like, that's the only person they know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to buy me a He Hate Me jersey. Goodell Shook, NFL Shook. Um, that's that's my uh, nomination for Shookville, Shookville this week. And my nominee for Shookville USA is... It's kind of a... I'm sending a whole a whole city into, into Shookville USA. Starting from the top. Derek Jeter, welcome to Shookville. Miami yeah. Marlins, welcome to Shookville. And the Marlins <laughs> fans, welcome to Shookville. In case you didn't know, Giancarlo Stanton, best player, traded. Marcelo Zuna, second best player, traded. Christian Yelich, third best player, traded. D. Gordon, fourth best player, traded. Derek Jeter walks in and trades every single good player in Miami. Their organization will be a shit show for years to come. So Miami Marlins fans, I'm sorry, you're in Shookville. Miami Marlins players, y'all in Shookville. And Derek Jeter, the captain of Shookville, USA. And there you have it. That is today's episode. Be safe. No bookings this weekend. Avoid prison. Uh, you two be safe. Steve, work hard. Bruce. Make sure y'all have y'all a good little time this weekend. Yeah, be safe. Make it, make it through the weekend alive. And we'll catch y'all soon. God damn, we fucking rolling with these episodes this year. Keep on keeping on, boys. Living the dream. Hallelujah. Right. We out. Three amigos. We out. It's finally.